Tjena Bu. Jag heter The Honors. Yeah, well, welcome to... Sorry, I'll try that better. <laughs> <laughs> so confused without Liam here, man. Um, welcome... Welcome to a very special episode of Talk About this week. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we sent Liam out to find us some new sponsors and he's not back yet. <laughs> so in the coming weeks we're going to have some great sponsors all sourced by our good pal Liam. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then it's just me and good old Jim bringing you through so we thought we'd take a break from the musicy stuff and just chat about shite between the both of us yep absolutely um we wish liam luck on his quest and uh yeah well we'll see what he comes back <laughs> Anything, with anything's better than ian sin's interrupter so we're okay <laughs> fuck you know it's, it is in there is a beep in the episode but that hope luckily it doesn't last the whole thing so oh. <laughs> Which is both good and bad, but, but that's the reason we had to drop that sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we had to send Liam out to get some. Yeah, so we don't have a sponsor this week. Um, we have to pay for this all by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so That seven quid for iTunes is really hampering us this week, man. Fuck it up. I know. I haven't, I haven't contributed to that, have I? Do we have to pay that? Nah, it's just it's just me that's paying for the iTunes account to put the playlist that no one listens to onto it. Well, you should really get reimbursed for that at some point. <laughs> ah, we'll see how it goes after season three and uh, probably just stop it because there's no fucking point. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd not even but, thought about that until now. <laughs> so, fucking who cares? Um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what do you what should people do for us, Jim? All right. Well, if they could uh, like uh, our posts on Instagram and Facebook and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Acast. So if you do that for us, please, that'd be grand. But you know, I hope you enjoy the episode and that, and hope you're all doing well <laughs> <laughs> and, and stuff. <laughs> And write in if you write in if you uh, to our postcodes. I, suppose, I don't know, not to our postcodes, to our <laughs> on a postcard sent to PO Box TB seven and seven TB seven. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a fake postcode. We'll send you. <laughs> we'll send you your very own Boot Peter badge. It's going to be lovely. Boot Peter badge. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, aye, well, we do have an email address, mrtunaboot at gmail.com. If you have any questions, queries, emails, things <laughs> you, you want us to do, <laughs> emails. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to send an email. You're sincerely, James. Okay, go. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. It would be nice to get some correspondence to have to read out, but if not, we can just come up with shit. <laughs> we'll be fine. We've been doing it for almost a year, so we'll carry on doing it. I know what's going on. I was actually thinking mm. by the um what is this episode will come out next week, then the next one will come out the week after. So I think we've got in like two episodes um it'll be a year since we started the before the podcast playlist. Holy shit. God. 
Sure, it was the weekend I was away with Ali, which, yeah, so around the 20th, I think, we started it. Jeez. I can't remember being drunk in the kitchen listening to the cover, the Gary Clark Jr. cover of Come Together, doing my washing, when I had the idea to do this, the, <laughs> the playlist. No. That would have been this time last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a great time, listening to it about eight times in a row. <laughs> Hanging up my shirt today. Oh, wow. No, yeah. no, crazy. Um, but we'll we'll save our chat about that until Liam's here. Once he's found a sponsor for us. Yes, we haven't heard from him since he went out in his expedition, Spotify hunting, mm. Spotify hunting, sponsor hunting. We'll see. So anyway, so we're just gonna do another <laughs> talk about. Uh, got a lunch, a bunch of thoughts and things that you want to speak about this week. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few, a few bits and bobs <laughs> written down. And also, um, sorry, apologies if you hear any bed sounds. I'm on the bed this week. <laughs> the return of the very popular bed sounds from my music history. <laughs> bed sound. The sequel to Pet Sounds album. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, fuck it. So let's start off. I was thinking... I don't actually know what brought me on to thinking this week, but I was just thinking about music videos mm-hmm. in general, and like, just I just wanted to know some of your favorite sort of more favorite music videos and like what makes a good music video for you. Because I know my favorite music videos sort of all come from a place of being a piss take. Mm. I think they're the best ones where bands don't take themselves too seriously. So I got a couple written down like the Foo Fighters uh, video Low where mm. um, Jack Black and Dave Grohl just go to a um, hotel room with a mm. camera and get fucking blitzed and just dance about they're dressing up with random shit from the cupboards <laughs> they're playing random games they're having the best time and it just looks like <laughs> such a good laugh <laughs> and then there's a uh, the other ones, uh, uh, the LaFontaine's video of Under the Storm. I really like it because at the start, they basically, they got a budget for their music video. First ever budget they got to film something. Decided they'd try and uh, like basically get some more money for it. So went to casino and bet all on a roulette. Lost mm. all the money and then had to film a video like it had the budget without having the budget. <laughs> so Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fanning about they've got like they've just they pulled in every favour that they could find like there's a great bit their podcast the LaFontaine's podcast is a it's really interesting to listen to when you're listening to them chat about these sorts of things and just the shit they had to pull to try and get something together like going up to their mate who had a horse just to try and get a few of them riding a horse to make it look like they'd spent a bit of money on the video <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I I like that. I like uh, you know I like proper videos as well. There's some beautifully sleek videos out there. I was just thinking the ones that mm. stick in my memory are the ones that are definitely like a bit of a piss take or just something totally stupid. Yeah, I'm with you. It depends. Like the the first one I thought of there was the "Why Do You Only Call Me When You're High" video from AM, and Alex Turner's like shit faced or in high, obviously, hence the song. And he's like messaging this girl and trying to find her house and all that and just the way it's filmed it's just it's like it's really cool and it works with the song and it looks great like there's a bit where he turns really like breathes fire out his mouth and shit like that and he falls into the pavement mm-hmm. and his, his fucked acting is pretty good I must say um, mm. 
So that works because it's visually interesting and it fits with the song. It's when you know you get it's, it's just when you get random pish that doesn't mean anything. Sometimes it's a bit like I don't know, just feels a bit yeah. of a cop out. You know what I mean? But then you think of Pig Floyd videos. Some of those are fucking wow, mental. Yeah, they And you've got no idea if they make <laughs> any sense whatsoever. Uh, but I'm yeah, I'm okay with mental and like random more to the extent I think it's the high artsy ones that piss me off a bit. Yeah. I like trying to trying to make it like I like obviously I've said sleek, grand, but like just too high, like hoity toity shite is like, <laughs> come on. Mate, calm down, like we like a bit of you know, you like a bit of a shaky camera and something not quite looking just to- as totally pristine as it does. Mm. Ah, it's a tr- it's a tricky um, one to get right because it ultimately doesn't really matter. You know what I mean, it's kind of like mm. album covers; they don't have to relate to anything whatsoever. It's just it's just a bit of fun, I suppose. But um, yeah, I quite I do quite like the uh, video for some might say uh, the Oasis song because it's just an amalgamation of all the previous videos. Because Liam could be arsed turning up for the 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 recording. <laughs> And if you want, if you buy the, this is my recommendation for you. If you buy the Time Flies DVD, as you'll remember, which is the all their singles and all the music videos, Noel and Liam do a commentary on it, on the songs they wrote, and it is by far one of the funniest things I've ever listened to in my life. It is so funny. <laughs> the level of disdain he has for music videos, video directors having to do them, having to be there, and what they're like at the end. It's just it's so fucking funny. If you go on YouTube, you can get like a bunch of clips from it. Well worth it. It's yeah, it's to it's awesome. It's one of it's a memory that we'll speak about in another episode because um, <laughs> it's what I love that 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 whole day that we watched them was just one of my favourite days. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a man with legs made of sausages? <laughs> that's not that, real. That's not a real clown, and that's not a real record. <laughs> It's so funny, and it does kind of. I think that does kind of put things into perspective. That it is all just bullshit, and I, you know, for the most part, mm. I don't really mind. You know what I mean? It's you're just there listening to the song. It's just something to look at while the song's playing, really. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that is probably more illuminating and more. Yeah. Probably said, said better, worded weller, <laughs> best. <laughs> Talk t- goods, <laughs> talk good. <laughs> <laughs> Not what this podcast is. Um, it's probably more articulate <laughs> than I could ever be about it. <laughs> yeah, I was just because yeah, like there's a total, there's a total range. I said the couple that are just like a bit fucking about. You've got the more trippy ones. Uh, Pixies, here comes the man, is a mm. trippy kaleidoscopic view of just four band members, but it's so weird, and it just yeah. it feels like you're riding a wave. Um, and then the more sort of slick ones, the one that I'd remember is the uh, Last Shadow Puppets one where uh, Alex Turner and Miles Kane's head's buried in the sand and there's the Lassie dancing, isn't there? Something like that. Well, everything you've come to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, that means fuck all, but it's quite, it's quite, it it's watchable. Like, you know, I quite like that one. Mm. It sticks in your head. Yeah. No, like, um, like I mentioned the Pink Floyd ones. If you watch The High Hopes video there's like like this huge big bouncing balls going down a staircase there's these people with these long cloaks that go up like a hundred feet into the air and shit yeah and it's like well 
it's obviously nonsense, you know, unless it does mean something, which I doubt it does. But there's it's just <laughs> such an amazing piece of art. Yeah. But you think if you, if that was put to another song, it just you wouldn't be having it for a second. You're like that is bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. There's a the which one is it? I think it's Taylor Swift. We are never getting back together. Is a one shot, which is all right actually. She does a few uh, costume changes in it and stuff, and it's like she spoke about filming it, and it was a bit of a bastard. Song's not the best, but it's quite an interesting music video when you think that she had to bomb a boot and get changed and like trying to do it in one shot. But I'm a fan of one shots, you know, Birdman and all that. I think it's cool mm. how they get that done. Because uh, yeah. as two folk who have studied film in college, we could never do it. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't be even if we could. We probably wouldn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh, nah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was good. an interesting one actually. I wish I'd, I'd thought about that a bit more, but but yeah, we'll just listen to Time Flies documentary. Just give it give it a, a YouTube or, or definitely or do what you want. Do you do don't you don't you know what I mean? <laughs> alright that was good though that was an interesting one okay so for my first one I don't think we're going to get much out of this it's just one of the, I usually put a lot of these this list is just things that annoy me not all of it but one thing that I do annoy that does annoy me and that uh, what was I trying to say aye anyway I'll just, I'll just say what it is <laughs> some people can't get to the end of their sentences that really fucking annoys me <laughs> But no, it's, it's people who ask a question and then answer it as you're trying to answer it. You know, there's people say, oh, what are you up to this weekend? Are you going out? Are you going to stay in? What are you doing? Are you going to go to pictures? What are you doing? What are you up to? It's like, you ask the question, you can't give me multiple choice answers and I'm going to pick from whatever you say. If you shut the fuck up a minute, I might tell you what the fucking answer is. <laughs> does my head in. And when interviewers do it, like Steve Sharipa does it in Talking Sopranos quite a bit, He'll say, yeah. hey, so how did you get started? No, did you get an agent? What happened? Did you get a call? Did you do this? Did you go in? Did you send a tape in? What did you... It's like, mate, fucking hell. <laughs> Ask the question, shut the fuck up, they'll answer it. I mean, I love the guy to death, obviously. But, yeah, that just annoys me. I, I don't know what there is much that, to say about that, do but <laughs> it annoys me. <laughs> it's, it's a point. I know, I've know. i noticed Sharifa doing that a few times because it does get on my tits a bit as well. Mm. Um, I think... I don't know. I, yeah. I, I I answer my own questions sometimes, but I don't ask more questions. But that's just because I've asked something stupid, and then my head goes, and that's what you actually mean. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can like you're not you're not on who wants to be a millionaire. You know, you're not sitting there going, "What are my questions?" You know, can I phone a friend on this one? You're just saying, <laughs> "Fucking, what am I doing on the weekend? I'm gonna drink beer and eat cake." What do you think? <laughs> Sounds good. Speaking of which, at seven o'clock last night, I decided I was going to make a cake, and I did. It was lovely. <laughs> was it just the it's as soon as seven o'clock cake? Like, I'm making a cake. <laughs> well, as as we all know, seven o'clock is cake time, mm-hmm. so it's fine. <laughs> but, no, we were uh, we were watching Below Deck because like. As below decks, a really fantastic bit of a uh, bit of reality TV. There's very few reality TV shows that don't include Gordon Ramsay that I watch through <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and 
below decks being one of them. So we've done the uh, done all the below decks, done all the below deck meds, and now this is below deck sailing yacht <laughs> that we're on now. <laughs> and uh, it's just shite that you can put on, you know, when you're having tea or you're not really paying attention. And uh, he made a chiffon cake, which is like, you know, a really light sort of airy cake where you whip the egg whites separately from the egg yolks and it adds a like lightness to it and a moistness to it. Okay. And I think Ali turned and said, oh, I'd like cake. And I just went, oh, I'll bake you a cake then. I'll bake a cake. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> so cut to 10 minutes later when Ali's going to like, start cooking dinner or whatever. And I'm like walking through like, she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to bake a cake. No, seriously. Yeah, I'm gonna bake a cake. I said I'd bake a cake, so I'm gonna. I'm not the sort of man who like says I'm gonna bake a cake and then doesn't bake a cake. I'm the sort of man who bakes a cake as soon as he says he's baking a cake. <laughs> if he says he's gonna bake a cake, a cake's getting baked. Let's put it that well, way. Exactly. You know me. You've lived with me. You know me. If I say I'm gonna bake a cake, thankfully I don't say it too often. No, I've never heard you say it. But if you did, I'd just get out your road and let you get on with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just, just bake a cake. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to railroad that conversation. It's just no. It, it was that was much more interesting than you know. There's not really much more to say other than yeah, that is quite annoying. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> oh. Well, I've got I've got an annoyance that I have actually as well mm-hmm. um, that I I noticed today. Go for it. I've been watching back um, the David Mitchell and Robert Webb show. Which I'm quite enjoying, to be perfectly honest. Uh, we'll get into it. I've, I've got an R point on that. Okay. Um, but the way people pour pints on telly infuriates the fuck out of me. <laughs> okay. Be- well, because when you when I first started pouring pints, I held it the way they do on the telly. You know, just a wee sort of slant back. Mm-hmm. And that sort of... it, And that just gives you foam. Like that, you can't pour a pint like that. That's not how it works. <laughs> you have to pull the thing right the way down. And that was the first thing I got taught when I worked in a bar. They were like, don't do it like they do on TV because it's fucking, you know, it doesn't work. Now, I know back in the day when folk drove cars on telly, they're doing that when nothing's changing behind them. You know, they're <laughs> steering the wheel all which ways. But nowadays, in the last like 10 years say even there's been a lot less of that so why can't we just have the actors learn you don't just lean on the thing you pour the fucker down to open it up so you're not just getting foam because everyone in fucking EastEnders is having a foamy pint and that's not okay that's that's not a good thing to teach the kids that that's how you pour a pint they're all going to be fucking working in a bar at some point you know well a lot of them will and I'm from my years working in bars and training people I'm sick of training people how to pull a lever the whole way down that's a pain in the ass as well for us trainers that's my it's a pain in the ass like why can't why can't they just say why can't the director turn around the director don't you fucking tell me that there's not one director in TV who's worked in a pub because there was you know (laughs) they know there was one and they should have told they should have alerted the others (laughs) Well, don't tell me that all the actors on TV have never worked in a pub as well. You know what I mean? Like, of course they have. Absolutely. So why can't they pour a pint properly when they're on the telly? Well, I've never noticed that. That's going to annoy me now, isn't it? Yeah, watch for it. Watch for it in back. There's a there's a scene in particular that, if you watch it again, 
It's either the sixth episode of season one or the first episode of season two. Mm-hmm. And the guy in one shot has it all the way down and in the other shot has it a wee bit is leaning on it, which is annoying enough as it is. It would have been so much easier for continuity if you just pulled it down the whole way to where it stays. So you could film it from two ways and it just stayed down there. You know, it's not hooked up to anything. It's clearly, it's not pouring out liquid when they're there. So just fucking have it the whole way down. So much easier for the whole thing. Wow. No, I'm with you, man. I think you're absolutely right. I think attention to detail is important and there's so many things like that that are annoying. Like when people are drinking out of cups and there's clearly nothing in the cup. Yeah, um, yeah. When in Friends in particular, every time they walk into a room, somebody else is flat, they take like a bottle of beer or a bottle of water out the fridge. <laughs> like if, if you did that in my flat, You'd get fucking scalped. There's no chance. <laughs> you can just go and start helping yourself. I don't care how close we are. You got to at least ask. Can I have a beer, please? But yeah, of course you can. And I know what they they do it for. Like, I think it's called business. You know, so the actors have something to do or somewhere to walk, something to hold, yeah. rather than just coming into a, mid- a room and standing in the middle of the living room. I, I get that, but but no, but I'm not having that. But. I, I raise you this if someone needs an action man they go into the room why isn't there a bit like a bit of improv dialogue where one of the cast goes hey can I grab a beer or hey can I grab a slice always starts with A apparently because I've been watching The Sopranos hey and it's always Joey who does it so it could work you know yeah hey true. can I grab a slice you know like fucking give me a beer why not ah? Huh? Like just shit. They could they could add a little line and it would be fine. You're right. I get that. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Jim. Would you say mm. we're we're as close really as do, the Rick. friends and friends? Nobody's as close as the friends and friends. But would you? Would you? No are we? Are we close? Like the friends and friends? Maybe not as close. <laughs> we're as close as, as friends could be. I so would say. Best friends. Well. <laughs> Two best friends. Or maybe we're not. But we still... (laughs) (laughs) But we still wouldn't go into... Yeah, we still wouldn't go into each other's houses and just open the fridge and grab a beer. No. So that's... Yeah, that's an inaccuracy. Like like you're saying. (laughs) So fuck him. Have a line. If I'd walk... Now, if I walked in and said, Hey, man, can I grab a beer? Hmm. But, you'd yeah. probably still go no bring your own but we'd, you know we'd be closer yeah <laughs> yeah aye it's, a, it's such a weird one aye, so I'm sure there's loads of things like that I mean I know there are loads of things like that that annoy me when someone phones someone and they answer on the first ring that annoys me <laughs> I mean I know it's a TV show or it's a film you have to keep the thing going you can't just have someone you know but it's when they, like, they call the number hello aye, it's, me. it's like no nah, that wouldn't happen that's annoying. Oh, that's a bunch of shit. <laughs> no, if someone if someone calls if someone calls me, I leave it for three rings. I look at it, deciding if I want to answer it as well. You know, yeah. like I don't. You don't do it straight away. Have you ever answered it on the first ring? It shits people right up. I've done it a few <laughs> times just to see what happens. You're like, oh hello. I was like, yes, you phoned me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Waiting for a bit? Of phone? No, I just I was just on my phone. It freaks people out, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, telephone calls in general. 
hard work to they're they're a fucking pain in the arse to write if you've only got one side of them on stage and mm. yeah to have that sort of to then get your actor um or director to have the awareness to make sure if it rings it doesn't get picked up straight away even if you have to have an action have them not have their phone on them something as simple as that just to make it take a bit longer but it's yeah it's a pay it's a i get that that's annoying well if you have any things that annoy you from films or tv why don't you give us a wee message on Facebook or Instagram or again on our email address which is mrtunaboot at gmail.com If you've seen Liam about the area in Edinburgh as well if you could give us an email on mrtunaboot at gmail.com we're incredibly worried. <laughs> He's out trying to find sponsors in the wild you see. We're worried about him. I think he misheard sponsors as go play Pokemon. He's just running about some deep grass <laughs> trying to find some monsters. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find some monsters. Oh, man. I'm so glad I didn't get into that. I think I could ruin my life that game. The Pokemon Go one as well. Mm. Like the, the walking about. I had it for a bit. Like When it came out, it was older age, obviously, and everyone had it for a couple of months. And then it, started. it was good, because at the time I did bugger all exercise. Mm. So... It made me go out and have a wee walk once a day. That was when I was trying to get fit. So, like, it was good for that. But, um, yeah, then it's just dull. I don't know. I Some people still bugger about with it and stand outside. There was always a point outside Lebowski's where I used to work. And every lunchtime, all the guys who worked in, like, the buildings in their suits and stuff like that would come round and stand on their phones outside the pub. <laughs> it was so bizarre to watch these, like... You know, fucking 40, 30, 40 year olds who obviously grew up and had Pokemon when they were a teenager or a child or whatever. Mm. And they'd just be standing outside the pub playing this Pokemon Go in their full suits. I'm looking outside going, fucking don't come into the pub, don't come into the pub, don't come into the pub, whatever you do. And they never did, so it was alright. It's just weird <laughs> looking at them. Yeah, grown men playing kids' games. Grown people is sometimes a bit disheartening. <laughs> But if you if it makes you happy, if it's not, yeah, well, if it's not in the comfort of your own home, then it it looks a bit strange, I suppose. Mm. I reckon it was just the, the whole the game was developed by like stalkers or people like that, just as an excuse <laughs> to get to places they shouldn't be. So I think it's a conspiracy. I think it's a wronging conspiracy. <laughs> Next week on Outdated Conspiracy Theories. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, Yeah, I can't think of any. Can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, All right, you ready? You ready for another topic for talk about? Yes, go for it. Okay. Um, So this topic is called Lying to Hairdressers. Um... (laughs) Now, the thing with hairdressers is, well, one of what I've, I, I'm better now, but I used to have horrible hairdresser anxiety, like really horrible. I still don't like going, but I used to actually dread it and like really, because I don't know why, it's just someone being that close to your head and your neck with scissors, being that intimately close with a stranger. It's just weird, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd have, always have this fear that I would go into a barber or something and they'd just look at me and go, nah, nah. No, I'm not cutting your hair. Mm. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. But, <laughs> but I've always had that. Um, but anyway, yeah. 
so what you end up doing is you end up just lying to hairdressers quite a lot of the time. Or I do anyway, I don't know why. You know, because sometimes it's easier to just to lie to someone than it is to tell them everything yeah, that's going on in your life. So, like, um, at the hairdresser, last time, see, I've got a big uh, gouge in my head, people won't know us. I split my head open one night after being an idiot, right? Not going to go into the details of that with you. Let alone, I'm not going to go into details with the hairdresser, so I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Right, but I was be, I was, I a, was there, man. I was a very, very <laughs> silly boy, and I was very horrible to someone which I shouldn't have been. Anyway, I got very drunk and split my head open. So when when obviously she was cutting my hair, she asked what happened there, and instead of saying one of the worst nights of my life and all this sort of stuff, I just went just slipped. It was icy. It was this time last year, <laughs> and I just slipped because it was icy. And she was like, "Oh, it was really icy last year. There was car skin but everywhere." I was like, "Aye, oh, that's what I did." So I just slipped, went right back. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, I'm not going to... No, the truth would... You'd, you'd go, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. and there's been loads of examples of that where you just, like, like when I've been out of work and stuff and people say, oh, what do you do? So I've just lied and said, oh, I'm still working here. I was like, oh, it's good, you know, it's busy. And shit like that. <laughs> just making up lies. Because, you know, you don't really want to share your intimate details of your life with strangers. But why do hairdressers get to talk to you about this stuff? You know what I mean? They bypass so much social <laughs> etiquette because they're cutting your hair. They can just ask you stuff about your life. So if anyone else did that, if, yeah. if you got a coffee and the guy said, well, so where do you work these days? Like, what the fuck are you asking me that for? <laughs> it's a strange one. It's fraught with social anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I suppose I think the flaw in the hairdressers as well is that that for a lot of people they they want that I don't know why personally because I'm with you I I get anxious about it I don't like it and then ultimately I do end up just lying as well and just it's it's sort of like what what do you what do you do well just pick it out of the hat plumber yeah, yeah. plumbed anywhere recently yep <laughs> next question. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been tempted to do like lawyer or something like that you know just like every time I went to a new hairdresser just come up with a completely different life because I've yeah. <laughs> there was one I was going to that was near my work around the corner from, from my work and so like, I actually got to know her quite well so I felt comfortable actually telling her real stuff but then when I went and got a new hairdresser because I wasn't working in that place anymore I just felt like I could just completely reinvent myself <laughs> I was working as a cleaner on a building site and I just said I work on a building site I'm a janitor that's what I said which I kind of was but I said like, oh a janitor ah you know I have a bunch of keys and shit I don't know what I said I just made stuff up you know because your own life's kind of boring sometimes I wish I could remember exactly what I've said but but yeah that's that's what I wanted to talk about yeah, last uh, I, I I don't get my hair cut very often no. as you know um it was I was two and a half years between my last two haircuts, but the last guy I went to was a guy who runs a place called Vagabond down in Stockbridge. Lovely place, like really nice ambiance to it, if you like, you know, like dark room. Only you in there, which I really like. Only you and him. I don't like the other people being in there because then there's other people that can hear about my life story <laughs> that I'm making up, and they might be able to dispel it. Don't know if I've met them before. You know, you never know who's sitting next to you in a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. So. Don't keep track of your web of lies. <laughs> you have the same appointment every two and a half years. You know, they could be coming in, but like, <laughs> um, 
this guy was this guy was ace like i loved it because we had a bit of the chat you know the usual sort of stuff going on what do you do i i said that one i said that i work in bars and that I was still furloughed because i couldn't be fucked on anyone i worked in pets at home you know like that, was, that was, i found that less interesting than the job itself like just um but like, yeah so and then we just started i don't know what happened but we just started like chatting about looking at the sky in the evening and how beautiful it was and the beautiful bits of edinburgh and foxes nice. we chatted about foxes for a good 20 minutes <laughs> you're gonna have to give me this guy's information i like the sound of this guy yeah, he was good. He was properly chilled out as well, you know, like he was a sound guy and uh, he had a cabinet full of rum behind his desk, which I think is a good thing for when COVID's done and you can have a wee drink while you're having your hair cut again. Mm. Well, it's one of those places. That's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll give you his details. I'll pass it on. If anyone in Edinburgh uh, gets needs to get a haircut over the, when it all when they're open again, Vagabond down in Stockbridge. Nice guy men's haircuts unfortunately i think just men but you know it's not a sponsor that's just a recommendation uh, yeah yeah exactly we can't have any we can't have any places that liam hasn't found us sponsoring us oh that's cool yeah i like that <laughs> i like when it's just general chat or if they spy that you can't be arsed so you just they just kind of leave you alone you know yeah that's always good it's good yeah yeah i, think, I had a oh, guy like that he did that so to me in edinburgh but he was a shit hairdresser so it wasn't didn't bother going back. Oh, I've had some shite haircuts. There's that. There's that guy. There was. Uh, oh, what is it? Is it what street was it on? Can't remember. It wasn't that far away from your flat. The really creepy, the really weird guy. And I kept going with him for ages. I don't know why. I just think it's like <laughs> I was just scared to go anywhere else. <laughs> but he was so his pattern was so weird. And he told me once he was like, oh, "I was in um, uh, Princess Gardens, Princess Street Gardens one time. Saw this band." This double act. It was in nineteen eighty four. Really good. I was like, I had asked. <laughs> he just hit me with that, and I was like, Right, oh. You know what I mean? That's worse than like, asking you details, but just coming up with random things you just remembered. I like, apropos of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's fucking class, man. <laughs> That's what he said, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> that's good so I stopped going there and then I went to the Turkish barber across the street and they were really good but it depended on which bloke you got because one of them was shite and the other one was really good uh, yeah yeah anyway, speaking of foxes little story that um, I can tell you on the old tune is my next wee thing so when was it Tuesday yeah I was a uh, going for a shower in my flat as I tend to do classic and yep. I was yeah classic Dougal manoeuvre I know and <laughs> I was I, I was sitting there and I heard this fucking screaming like it was fucking it was devastatingly loud it was horrendous and I was like what the fuck is going on in this back garden and it was like rah, rah! <laughs> Jesus so I opened my window and looked out into the back garden and out the back of mine there's like five or six gardens and then a wee allotment bit in the middle and in the wee allotment bit um, there were there were two foxes fucking and their pal fox over the road looking at them screaming at them 
<laughs> That's what it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought it was going to be like... That. <laughs> yeah. You know, like cats have barred penises or something like that. I thought that was what you were going to... But it was just another fox screaming at them. Yeah, it was literally their pal. I like to imagine it's their pal. It's just an our fox. Just screaming, walking around screaming. These two finished up their fucking... And then the guy turned off the girl and got stuck in her. So they were both stuck, like, tail to tail. And this guy went screaming away. So I went into my shower, came out of my shower, and went to check, because I was like, if they're still stuck, should probably call someone. They weren't still stuck. I couldn't see them anywhere. So it was. I thought, it's fine. Later on, about 40 minutes later, Ali went through to have a look out the window, and they were both there, still stuck. I just, they'd been behind a bush or something. Oh, dear. So they were still stuck. So we called the SSPCA, or whoever it is, and they were like, well, A, we can't do anything, and B... Apparently, when foxes have sex together, they can get stuck like that for up to two hours. Oof. So what's stuck? Is it just the, the penis is stuck in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy had full 180'd off her and was turned the other way with his <laughs> penis still inside. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad luck, isn't it? Yeah, That's they a- were just stuck there. I felt fucking horrible. And then we were, luckily, we watched for a while just to make sure they were all right while we were calling. And as we were on the phone to them, they just wriggled apart from each other finally and Ooh. sat down and had a wee lick and then fucking went for it again. Happy days. You know? That's a bad design, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, if I, imagine that being done and then having a, an hour just like, well, sorry, sorry about this. Oof. Do you want to? What do you want to talk about? Watched anything good recently? You know, <laughs> <laughs> going anywhere on your holidays? <laughs> <laughs> that must be a fucking tortured existence of every time, and it's you know it's animalistic. Obviously, they're they're doing it to survive and to breed. So what the fuck's the point in breeding if you've got to wait there for an extra bloody hour afterwards? That takes up your day. Oh man. Well, make it last longer, I suppose. You could say, technically. <laughs> well, I went for two hours the other day. Two hours and three <laughs> minutes. Alright, that's good. <laughs> or your fox pal's like, oh man, wait a second. <laughs> well, the other fox screaming at me <laughs> didn't really help things. <laughs> that's the weirder part. We mental... <laughs> we mental Dave Frey down the road fucking howling at me. He couldn't believe it. It was probably... I like to think it was his fox wife. And there was a massive affair going on and he'd found them in the middle of the allotment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You don't, you, uh, don't, you don't usually see more than one fox. So you got to see three. And then two stuck in each three other. Three at once. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting because just the... Just the... Sorry, just the other... Uh, other month as well uh, I was speaking to my stepmom and she was telling us about fox mating calls and how horrendous they are because they hear them a lot out in the farm mm. and that's what it sounded like so I reckon the guy might have been trying to get involved to be perfectly honest <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a vile image but I've got all three of them stuck together now <laughs> in my head and they can't get out oh <laughs> it's the most intrusive Japanese puzzle box you'll ever do, mate. 
I don't think we could top that, mate. I, th- <laughs> I think we'll have to end on the stuck fucking hot foxes. Wow. <laughs> Some good stories, though. That was all right. That was a belter. Aye, good work. Um, wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I think that's the episode for this week. I think we'll keep it a short one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for listening. We will update you on Liam's whereabouts if he's not back for us next one. Uh, hopefully, he is. Uh, we've heard from him. And uh, anything that people should do, just again, just like the posts, follow us, uh, download the episodes, listen to them. I think did it. Does it count if you listen to them twice? Does that like give us two listens, or does it just count as one? I don't know, but if you've got like if you've got Spotify and then you can log on to Acast, pop on Acast, play it, mute it, and mm. then actually listen to it when you're out and about on Spotify. There you go. Just yeah, and no, tell your pals. Just just tell your pals even just to do the same. Just play it, mute it. Just bumps us up. I don't know what we don't have any we don't have any plans to expand this as far as I'm aware, but the higher the numbers, who knows what could be possible. Exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, if you're on Apple, I suppose, give us a wee five star if you can. I don't know if you can rate us on anything else, but if you'd like to, give us a five star rating if you can. If you don't like us, don't rate us. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I think I said it before, but <laughs> if, if you want to leave a wee comment, maybe just an album recommendation or something, you know, something more fun than actually like a, you'd have to write a review Something a bit different, or you know, just like a picture of a horse or something. If if you remember last episode, I gave a shout out to the guy who gave us a message as well, saying he does his music. So if anyone wants to give us leave a wee comment or get in touch with us trying to promote your music, give us a shout. And we will say your name on the podcast. We'll give you a wee shout out, and maybe one day we'll actually listen to your music as well. Can't promise that will happen off the bat because we're useless at listening to music when we have to at the best of times. It's true. So, um, but I can't remember that guy's name. I edited that episode, and I can't. I was going to make a note of it, but I couldn't find him. Um, but we'll maybe get. Well, we'll listen to that at some point. We'll listen to his because he's got a new track or an original song coming out. Something like that. Yeah, when uh, when Liam's back, we'll sit down and listen to it together before we start an episode or something. Okie doke. Sounds good. Have you got any albums to recommend this week, Dougal? Anything you've been listening to? Uh, I can do I can do one. Uh, yeah, I, I listen to these guys a wee bit. It's actually, it's a local Edinburgh band. Um, it's our pal Damien's band, Andy's pal Damien. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah, they're... they're um, project that they, their album that they released a couple of years ago now called welcome ever smiles uh, the band's called 1612 it's an ace album it's got a heap of soul influences rocky sort of influences as well it's just it's got an eclectic bunch of music and i fucking i love it yeah. thank you they're a very talented bunch and i something a bit local to give a wee recommendation to very good yeah i haven't listened to that album in a while yeah it was a bit reggae-ish as well wasn't it a wee bit quite funky. totally yeah yeah, and he's, um, he's when a good, you listen he's a good to like, lad when, is Damien. I haven't seen him in a while, so. And, uh, when I when I got Damien to play a couple of times in Lebowski's, he was uh, 
Uh, he's got a lot of, like, reggae and soul influences in what he plays when he's uh, gigging as well, which is fucking awesome to listen to. He's amazing. Uh, he's a talented bastard, and we hate him. <laughs> and the rest of the band are great, too. Um, <laughs> and we hate them as well. So, yeah, enjoy that. That was a good one. I haven't listened to that in a while. I'm going to listen to that myself again. Been a while. Yeah, it's... I was just looking at the other day and went, oh yeah, that's good. I'll give them a mention. Excellent. All right, well, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, take care, stay safe, and all that. I'm Dougal. I'm always Jim. Jim. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> good love, good night. That's good how you people. podcast, mate. Chinaboot. Skish, skish, belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>